Hello and welcome to the Christian Women in Business podcast show. We are an online community of Christian women in business and we are aligning our businesses with God. I'm your host, Sarah Jane Neeson, and I wanted to create a platform where women can come to be inspired, to learn from women who have been there and done that, and know what it's really like to run a business as a Christian and what it means to them. I would love for you to join us as we get into the meat of the word share the love of God, and grow our businesses like never before. For more information about becoming a member, visit our website, www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au. Looking forward to sharing these podcasts with you and helping you to grow as a leader and a business owner like never before. Good day, I'm SJ and welcome to podcast 101 of the Christian Women in Business podcast show. I hope you enjoyed the last podcast episode we had uh, where I shared my testimony um, I guess of my life how I came to God and then how Christian women in business came about I hope that it's inspired you and encouraged you in your walk with God and with business and just pulling all that together and know that God uses all things um, to kind of glorify him and bring goodness and um, all that so it's good I'm glad I shared it we've had great feedback We had our membership intakes um, open last week and we had a wonderful response and I really look forward to getting to know all our new members, encouraging them with their work with God as they grow their businesses and um, yeah, it's been great to introduce all the new women to everyone and uh, we've had such a great response. I've actually decided to keep the intakes open for another week. So if you're on the fence and needed some time to think about it, it's all good. You now have another week um, to join our membership. So intakes will close on Saturday. If you haven't already done so, you can find out more info and apply through the join page on our website. And we look forward to receiving those. So not only will it be an investment for you and your business, you'll also join a community of supportive women. And if you actually become an enriched member, you will now also get the chance to do a monthly accountability call, a group accountability call with myself. So we're gonna meet on Zoom once a month um, and I just want to help sow into you even more and um, I guess not test you, but encourage you and strengthen you through um, some more intimate ways and just keep you accountable of where you're going and the vision and mission that God's given you. So if you wanted to take advantage of that, you'll need to become an enriched member. Uh, with that, you'll also get access to all our academy, so all the workshops that we've got on there as well in the Members Hub. Not only that, your investment will go towards running uh, these podcasts so that you get to listen to inspiring stories from women each week. It will also go towards running our app making sure that you receive your daily Bible verse. And this has now been downloaded to over 2,000 women all around the world. So those in third world countries, those in America, Australia, you know, there's women all over the world that are downloading the app. It's such a great resource for women. And so when you become a member, know that it's a win-win investment. So we're trying to create our own cause by reaching women all over the world through the app, through our podcasts. So if you do decide to become a member, you are investing in yourself and you are investing in those women as well. And we now have monthly options available with the different membership levels. So there's an investment budget to suit 
all types of budgets. So hopefully we can reach um, as many women out there who need us. And so today's podcast, I wanted to share with you, it's been two weeks out from conference. Um, I've had a lot of time now to reflect and look back and I wanted to share with you today what I learned from running our second conference. I'm a firm believer that we should pass on all the things that we learn so that others can grow as well. That's part of having a generous attitude towards life, I think. So today I want to share with you what I've learned from running our second conference and retreat. And hopefully if you're thinking about running events or you run events, um, I'd love to hear your wisdom as well. But hopefully this will be lessons that I've learned so that you can put those into your own events too. So overall, the weekend was absolutely amazing. God certainly showed up. The women who attended put 100% into it. They opened up their hearts. I think it's kind of running an event you can put all your effort into, but it really takes the delegates to open up um, and to put themselves forward to get most out of the event. And I want to thank each and every one of you that came because you did that. You showed up with open hearts. You were open to God. You were open with what we shared and you really took it in and embraced the weekend so yeah I'm so grateful for you it was we've got great feedback from it one woman told me that she would even pick the event that we run over another big Christian women business conference that gets held in Sydney next year because it was so intimate and relational and um, just touched her heart so that's really great feedback to receive because we no way match up to Uh, the other event but we did want to create an event that was intimate that was warm that allowed business women to come and reconnect with God and be filled and just have that time to be still because often we're just so running at 100 miles an hour we don't get that time to just stop reflect and have that time with God so there was just some really really beautiful moments in that weekend that I just sat back and just looked at and just praised God for that women could sit down and they could open up. There was tears, there was snot, (laughs) there was definitely a lot of chocolate, but you know, God did some amazing healing and really stirred the hearts and it was fantastic. But like anything, (laughs) as the person uh, running the events, there's always lots to learn. So what were the big lessons I learned this year? Um, that hopefully can go towards you not making these same mistakes and I'll definitely be making sure I don't make them next year. So number one is marketing. So I felt like I didn't make good use of the early bird rates and thinking more about how to use utilize them because so when we run the conferences if you are a member you do get access to like a super early bird rate for members only and that's just basically we want to bless our members because they're so dedicated to us but then I did early different early bird rates throughout the year so I slowly increased the price but I didn't take advantage of marketing that well so next year I would personally think about when the marketing at when the early bird rises go up how can I market that better how can I make better use of that through our social media and then also I um, I'm not I mean sometimes I'm a details person and sometimes I'm not 
and I didn't really pick up the fact or read the fact or whatever that we actually needed to have all our numbers in two weeks before the actual conference and so I left it way too late to kind of pump the last marketing I don't know pump if you like leading up to the event and it also meant that I had to guesstimate how many extra women would have so lesson in there is to make sure you read all of the terms and conditions and fully confirm with the venue when it is you need to get all people's names in by and their dietary requirements as well that was a huge thing and making sure that I plan the marketing better for next year for the countdown and then just trusting in God that he will bring the perfect amount of people we have in our heads and expectation but at the end of the day it's the will of God that we want to try and take advantage of so my second point is um, bigger doesn't always mean better so um, the weekend we ran wouldn't have worked the way it did if we'd have had like over 200 people there this is a, an intimate weekend it was warm and it was there was beautiful connections made but i think if we'd have had like over 200 people there it would have completely changed the event so when you're making an event look at the type of event that you are running and know that bigger doesn't always mean better for the type of event so if you're running a, a retreat where it needs to be more intimate and you need to be i don't know what the word is but just more delicate with the environment don't always think you have to have the biggest numbers ever god will make sure that he brings the right people who need to be at that event at the time don't compare yourself to other people's events this is your event it's unique it's what god's given you to run and he will bring who he needs there and just because you do see others do bigger events doesn't mean that yours is any less better or anything like that just gauge what your event's about and what your mission is and be fine with that be fine with your own standards and how it is you want to run your event number three is learn how to count properly this was probably the biggest lesson of this year and it's one of the hardest things to gauge with running events is how much to charge and one would think that after passing maths at school and running a business uh, for a few years one would know how to add up but about two weeks out when I was starting to do the numbers for next year I realized that this year's numbers were out of whack. I will let you know that I am recording this podcast from a motocross track. Ah, so if you can hear noises, don't worry. That's just how we do life, right? As women, we have to make the most of downtime. So if you can hear noises, that's what it is. So yeah, so I was about two weeks out and I was doing the numbers for next year when I realized that I hadn't charged enough for the event this year and I'd got the budget wrong. And they sent me the invoice not long after that uh, to be paid. <laughs> so I went through kicking myself in the butt. I couldn't believe I'd made such a big mistake and I had to go into how do I solve this mode. And so I basically had to scrape everything together that we could and, and make adjustments to our spending for the next couple of months. and. I'm going to go into a little bit later in the podcast about how to overcome big mistakes like that but basically it was a whopper 
and I've had to make adjustments to our spending for the next couple of months as well. Um, and for next year's conference, I have had to put the prices up to make sure that everything's covered and that the event isn't costing the business money and to make sure I have everything covered. And I have triple checked those numbers this time. So I think as long as you're giving great value and giving your delegates what you want, you really need to make sure that you cover everything in your business for your event because at the end of the day, yes, it's great to have events, but not if they're at the cost of your business going under or it costing your business money. So you need to kind of weigh it up, make sure you put on a great event, but make sure that you're covering your costs and not going into deficit. Um, so number four was giving myself time to breathe through the event. That's another lesson that I learned. Um, so our first conference was a one-dayer. So putting your all into one day is a big deal, but then putting your all into two days is an even bigger ask. And I'm an introvert. I'm also an only child. So I need a lot of time on my own to keep recharged. Even during a normal week, I need a lot of time on my own to recharge. So running an event full of people for a whole weekend can take a lot out of you. I think it even takes a lot out of extroverts. So giving yourself time in the breaks to get some alone time and gather your thoughts was a real biggie. And it's something I didn't give myself chance to do in this conference. And I feel like if I had just given myself a little bit more space, I could have put more in. Um, so if you are an introvert, I would recommend you having a room to yourself near to the conference so you can go and, and isolate yourself. And in breaks, if you need to, go off and eat by yourself. It's not antisocial. Give time for people to come and talk to you when it's appropriate. Let the extroverts in your team take care of the breaks. But if you need to, go off and have that time and recharge in between sessions. Even away from your speakers if you need to and just gather yourself together and have, have that recharge time. Even just taking a nana nap for like 15 minutes in your room can be enough to recharge you for like that next round of like the next half a day or whatever it is. So make sure you have those breaks, take care of yourself. And if you can feel yourself reaching your limit and you've run out of words, have that time on your own. Go get your dinner, go and have it by yourself or do whatever it is that you do to recharge. And that's okay. I'm giving you permission to do that like I've given permission for myself to do that next year. Number five is uh, we had an event coordinator for this event, which was brilliant. She helped keep everything running smoothly in the background. Uh, we tried to keep on time as much as we could while allowing the Holy Spirit to kind of work where he needed to as well. So just having that person in the background that will keep things running, uh, make sure the music goes on when it needs to, it just takes the weight off of your mind so it's really really worth having an event coordinator if you haven't already invested one already and then number six was love your volunteers and team they are just amazing you can't run an event without them um, i am so grateful to each and every person who helped volunteer or helped some way towards the event they're really great especially to make up the things that you're not good at so never ever ever underestimate the power of bringing someone in that will complement your weakness it's priceless they're going to be your backbone your team's going to be the one that helps bring the event together just love on them so much and let them know 
in their own way if you know their their love languages how much you appreciate them and all our volunteers and team if you're listening to this podcast today thank you so much for all that you did you were amazing and the event couldn't be held without you you are super special and i just pray that god will bless you back in abundance of business work um, for what you put into this weekend so these are some major lessons i learned from running our second event Maybe you've run events and have had some similar experiences. No, lady, that you are not alone. We all make mistakes. We all learn as we're doing. And, you know, we've all been there and done that. So we're in it together. Um, I had a quote out on social media a couple of weeks back that came actually from a podcast that I was interviewed on. I can't even remember saying it in the podcast, so I'm glad they picked it up on it. But the quote was, leadership is often about leading yourself more than it is about leading others. So how do you recover from making big money mistakes or getting something wrong and this is kind of the second part of the podcast that I wanted to share with you because I want to encourage you and give you some I guess tools of what I've learned of how I can deal with making mistakes and then moving forwards Um, especially big money ones because they they're the ones that kind of hit you the biggest I think so one point one of how to get over making mistakes Allow yourself some time, not much time, but some time to grieve and eat chocolate or whatever food it is that you need or if you go and exercise or whatever it is, just allow yourself to grieve the way that you grieve for making the mistake. Number two is to call your go-to friend and eat chocolate together. (laughs) So just spend that time um, telling them the problem, get it out of your chest allow them to just kind of I guess walk next to you on the beach and be open to that help let them speak goodness over you talk things through and then pray together if you don't have that friend we have plenty of women in our community who would love to be that friend for you every girl needs that friend or friends so that you just go oh my gosh I'm such an idiot and they'll bring you back number three is to wrap the chocolate back up get over yourself, grab a pen and paper and write it all down. Getting it down on paper uh, for me is just the way that helps it get the problem out of your head. So um, for me, I wrote the problem down that we were out quite a lot of money um, and I had to think strategically out of the box how I could gather the money together. So um, the ideas that I came up with were to what could I or what could we market to sell to make up the extra cash and what affiliate money did I have sitting around that I hadn't been paid yet that could go towards it. What are some unnecessary things you can cut out from the event that you can save on that won't bring down the quality of the event but um, maybe aren't your needed things, they're just what you wanted to have there. And if you can, call some people to ask for extensions on them, on you paying their invoices. I think as long as you're upfront with people and you're honest and you just let them know where you're at, people generally are quite generous with extending invoices at due date. So don't be shameful of making that call. Sometimes as a leader and a business owner, you just need to make those calls. And you just hope that one day, if someone made that call to you, you could be as generous as they are. So 
what goes around comes around. Um, and then number four is make a plan for moving forward after the event for next year's. So for me, it was double checking my budget numbers, making sure that I have everything covered this time because there were just things I, I'd missed out by accident as well. Adjust some things in the short term in your business to get you through the dust of it. And then show up to the event with a smile on your dial. So yes, you've made mistakes. Yes, you might be thinking, oh my gosh, God, I don't know how I'm going to cover this. God, if it's God's event, he'll cover it. He covered our event. We had enough money to cover it in the end, which was great. Um, he pulled all the stops out. Yes, I've still made some adjustments to make sure that we're okay and I'm stewarding God's money <laughs> well from the lessons I've learned for the next time. But God's got you. And what I've learned out of this is that God even shows up when you're the one that's made the stupid mistake and he'll, he has you. That was my biggest thing of making the mistake was, oh my gosh, I've just made a mistake and now God has to fix it. And I was so ashamed of that and I had just had to pray through that because I felt like I'd let God down. But, you know, sitting down with that pen and paper, praying over it and asking the Holy Spirit for guidance brings all of those out-of-box solutions and talking it out with a friend means they're praying with you as well and they'll have... The Holy Spirit will use them to bring out-of-box solutions and you can work at it together. So those, just bringing all that together, you know, will, you can't use your friends, you've got God, he's going to provide the resources. It feels hard in the moment, but it will all work out in the end and just make adjustments how you need to. We're all in this together never feel like you're alone and that if you make mistakes then that's it it's the end no way go through the sequence i just shared with you get those things down on paper it takes the problem out of your head and it, it helps you see it visually and then write out solutions and figure out how you're going to fix it moving forwards if you are feeling alone in your business and you'd like to join a community who gets what it's like to make mistakes and then have to go groveling to God. <laughs> we all have families, we all do love God, and we want to make a difference for the kingdom. I would love to invite you to join our membership and even join us for next year's event. We'd love to see you there. We'd love to spend the weekend loving on you and just providing the atmosphere for you to connect with God and also learn business things as well we try and keep it balanced so next year we are going to have a little bit of worship that was missing this year because the worship people had pulled out i guess that's another business uh, event lesson is always be prepared for the unexpected um so <laughs> there are bits that are missing that we will have next year we wanted to bring some God element, we wanted to bring some business tools as well and then we also just wanted to create some space for recharge, for stillness and for you to just have that time with God and we will be doing the same next year. It's going to be in the same location in Sydney. We do have the tickets available in for our members at the minute. So members, if you're listening to this podcast, uh, for the next couple of weeks we have got our extra early bird prices out for you. We do have payment plans this year as well to make it a little easier um, and we do have the option also for you to stay an extra day on the Monday. So it will be Friday, Saturday, 
Sunday and then for those who wanted the extra day this year that just felt like they needed a little bit longer uh, we won't run anything on the Monday but you will have the extra option to stay for a day and just have that day to yourself breakfast and lunch will be provided in that day so it's just that time that you know if, there's a it, the location was just amazing we had ocean views from our rooms you know even just the dining hall was looked out over the beautiful ocean you wouldn't have thought that there was a location like that in Sydney but it was just beautiful um, and our, some of the delegates found it really easy to get from the airport um, to the location by taking a train and a bus which was really great as well um, so yeah it all just kind of came together and if you have it on your heart uh, we'd love to see you there next next year as well and I hope that I've learned from all those lessons and improved for next time so I'm SJ you're listening to the Christian Women in Business podcast show and we'll see you next time Sarah Jane here I hope you enjoyed the podcast we'd love it if you could please share this podcast with your friends please rate our podcast on iTunes and for more information about becoming a member of Christian Women in Business head over to our website www.christianwomeninbusiness.com.au Catch you next time.